chair shot. Get it right. Welcome back, Wrestle Nurse with the video. Big the villain here. Let's see who's making their way to the ring. They got some solid JP sacks. Yes, you hear? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being a part of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots yet again on another week. Uh, we hope to be your escape from what's going on in reality. And hey, we got some bad guys for you, ready to talk some stuff to you. JP, Mischief, how we living? How we living? Good, baby. Take care of this belt. Oh, I see Woo! It. It's nice being the champ. Shining extra bright Sheesh. this week. Huh? You, put, you put that, oh, you put yeah. that oil shit you was telling me about? Mm-hmm. But mm. yo, hold on. I think. He's just getting it nice and ready for me. Oh, all right. Anytime, baby. We could do this. Yo, but you were, ta you were talking about a game you wanted to play. Oh, this I is think, true. I think this Guys, is a... let's be honest with the public. Let's not lie to nobody. The reality is. Oh, what's this the reality? Last year. He just chipped his tooth year, on that mic. Nah, nah, nah. It's far, <laughs> the objects are farther than they appear. Uh, <laughs> By this time last year, we had to have our stomachs pumped, all right? What? There was so I, much that alcohol. That did not happen to me. You're right. But there was so much alcohol consumed. That's a damn shame that we let this year go through like this. Even with the circumstance, I think tonight we play a nice little game of power hour while we do what we do best. How's the sound, fellas? I'm with it. And you know what? I got Corona with me. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, power whoa. out. Six Let me feet, use my bro. mask. Six feet. But see, mm -hmm. you know, just, we're not just anybody. We're not just going to play power hour. We're also going to... We got to put that little extra sauce on it, right? All right. How are we going to do that? Talk to him, JP. It's your game. What the fuck? Okay. So just so you know, power hour starts now. Oh. Oh. Shit. All right. So, so. what we're going to do to... Add more stipulations to the current circumstances. What we're about to do is, we know where everybody's talking about when we talk about WrestleMania and WWE this week. So we're going to stop ourselves or punish ourselves if we bring it up. Anytime anybody mentions anything about there being no fans, no audience at WrestleMania, you take a shot. Anytime we mention somebody that is a champion, take a shot. Oh, so every time you mention my name, you gotta take a shot. How I know though? How I know y'all drinking what? Y'all drinking some legit stuff? Cause we here, we oh. here. Oh, okay. ready? We ready, oh, Bobby? Okay, okay. Double oh. shotgun. What you got? Oh, oh. Bullets, everybody baby. got food to the party. All right. Well, I, I, I gotta, I gotta show off a little bit. So I'm gonna show you some gym. We got a okay. little gym. Okay. And gentlemen, with that, we start our first minute power hour. First With minute. Custom made Maker's Mark. HBC logo on it. Shout out to the wires taking care, you know. But I'm ready. Let's do Gentlemen. it. Let's do it. Uh we do it for a drink right now, right? I guess, right? Yeah, bro, you been late. Yo, yo, already? Already? So WrestleMania. Oh, we gotta. We gotta WrestleMania. Nah, let's run some notes. Let's run some notes. No, let's get started. You want, to, you want to run ropes or you want to WrestleMania? No, nah, no, nah, let's run some ropes. Um, Nothing goes better than with alcohol than running, right? What? Some That's cardio not, I heard. and some never, beer. Never heard of that. we some great nutritionists. Um, <laughs> speaking of nutritionists, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the rated R superstar has probably got the finest ones 
to as to date because the performance that we saw this past week at WrestleMania was you by. See you, dickhead. That's why you have to start with WrestleMania. <laughs> Look at well, you. Look at you. Well, you want to talk about WrestleMania then? Let's talk yeah. about WrestleMania. You're already talking about WrestleMania. All right, so let's talk about and that is another minute. <laughs> oh, right. my God. This is happening. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Vic, tell them about WrestleMania. We so, got to talk about WrestleMania. All right. So let's, let's, let's talk. I want to talk about specifically one match right off the bat. Let's not do the card. You know we don't do that shit. Let's just go off by what we want and the Boneyard match. By far the best match of WrestleMania. Really? I thought. I thought. The whole card, I think. The Boneyard match stuck out. We're still talking about it today. And you know what it is, too? I needed to rewatch it. I needed to watch. I saw it on Sunday, on, on Saturday. And then by Sunday afternoon i saw i seen it like four or five times and i'm rewatching. i'm like you know what this was this was really well done and just the story and how they made him look and yo how do you guys feel about it jp talk to me about that boneyard what what, what did it give you the feels of well before i do that drink up bitch another minute mm. so my question for you is what exactly makes that a match every every wind chime is a minute yes sir Oh, okay. All right, cool. We'll just hear that shit. Bang. I'm bang. Done. All right, bang. Um, so so my question is, match? So match, match. Did was, you see a ref? Did you see a ref? No. Did anybody get pinned? But so was the buried alive match was a match, and yeah, that's what happened. In... You had to bury him alive to win. But did he bury him alive? He sure did. Because I heard AJ's out here talking about he wants a rematch. No, because so, see the way it works. There was a trap door in the back and shit. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Just like the minions in the yeah, got it, got it, got it. Uh, what I think about, I think that Vince finally wanted to step back into Kane's debut as a horror monster, right? But this time using Undertaker in a way. See no evil, hear no evil. Wasn't that the movie? Anywho. <clears throat> It was good. Classic. It was good. It was good because it was the only match in the entire card that didn't take place in the PC Center without fans. Oh, shit. All right. So we got to... And I got to take a shot. There you go. Oh, God. Are we going to be doing this a lot? Like... Oh, mind wow. you. What's the shout, shout out to for? the custom made HBC glass. Shot glass. I said uh, the only match without... Get yours now. Center without fans. Pro Wrestling Tees, hit us up. <laughs> well, y'all yeah, don't gotta take it. Ironically enough, I just wanted to. Ironically okay. enough, it did have fans because Anderson and Gallows were there. Um, <laughs> and their minions. And, and, and Druids. So does AJ Style have Druids now? Is that the thing? They teamed on Undertaker. How does that happen? Yeah, I'm not. That could yo, that couldn't have been Aleister Black. Well, they we won't find out druids. We would have been two or like, oh, three why? WrestleManias from now when they are all big stars or one or two are big stars, gonna be like, oh, he was part of the Druid three years ago at WrestleMania. This so that's true. MJF. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, for the episode four years from now. No, <laughs> the Boneyard match was the best way to close out Mania. It was great. It topped off the show. Because it was the most produced match that they, they gave us. All right, right. Well, I said it before. I said it, I've been saying it for, for a month. Undertaker match as edited 
that could work. But my one problem with the match, there were no quintessential wrestling moves involved in this match because it was a barnyard match. A so you saw un- a lot of stiff shots, right? Yeah. A lot yeah. of bumps. But a story was told. I liked it. I liked the interaction between Undertaker and AJ. Oh, buddy, it's okay. Undertaker kind of like comical, which I think is because of the biker image, because you wouldn't get that with regular Taker, right? No, and no, no. and apparently mean, this is what he's going he's going moving forward with that. That's it. Good. We're getting the biker. Yeah, definitely, we'll get. He's to getting that lazy. In a second. Um, is lazy? The man, the man works one time a year. And we're getting lazy, bro. Can't fucking walk slowly, bro. Yo, What's going no, on? Listen, Why listen. you need a bike? I think. Why you need looked, a bike, bro? I think that look saves him a lot of trouble. Um, but we'll get we'll get into that in a second. Ah, uh, mischief. I want to talk to you about the Universal Championship real quick. No, Ooh, hold on. The what Undertaker's the hell match did not Wait, make did any sense. Did you just mention a champion? Right. <laughs> did you just mention <laughs> oh, a Oh, that shit. I sure I did. Shit. Shit. Listen, uh, real quick, before we talk about the championship, just the Undertaker match made no sense. Like, I, I, like who are the Druids? Why were they there? Like, All of NJPW. The, <laughs> I, it, it, it just didn't, like, NJPW. what was... I don't know. I I liked it. It was it, it was it didn't it, it didn't make sense, but did it not make sense? I mean you you gotta keep the element of not make sense. of grim reaping and death and all that crap. That whole theme has to be around, at least around, right? Fair did AJ pay off some gruins to fucking whatever? I don't know how deep you wanna get into that, but for the most part, they had to be in it somehow. Maybe so, not AJ using them though. So I would remember have the idea her. behind the Boneyard Mash is AJ turning Undertaker's world against him, right? You bring him to a cemetery, which would be his element, a bury alive boneyard match, right? He would have disciples from the hells come up and try to, you know, secure his win. So that's what AJ did. That's what it is. Do you remember remember WrestleMania the first time it was in the MetLife? Yo, you and, and remember when there were wind chimes when we were supposed to drink? Oh, damn. Drink. <laughs> I forgot to sit up my back. <laughs> Remember those the, the hands when he was fighting CM Punk? All those hands you saw in the smoke? Yes. Guiding another to take it yeah. in. It's dope ass entrance. Yeah, you just yeah, saw yeah. him come out perform now. <laughs> those are the Druids. <laughs> those are the Druids? <laughs> those, those, are those are Sami Zayn and shit were there, no? Um <clears throat> So Vic, you asked me about You just the mentioned Universal. Sami Zayn. Drink up. Ooh, take a shot, mischief. But I didn't. I didn't. That man is a champion. I wasn't Where I'm from, to. he's a champion. You mentioned it. I didn't mention <laughs> that he was a c word. He is a champion. Anytime you mention a champion, you I will. Don't talk to me about me because you'll be drinking all night, baby. <laughs> don't talk to me about me and, and things. <laughs> what I said made sense. But besides the boneyard match. What other matches stand out to you? What, what makes sense? So, Mischief, can you get Drink to- up. <laughs> can you get what? to it? The match. Oh, the Universal Championship. Uh, yeah, all right, I'm going to have to fucking drink again. Braun Strowman <laughs> defeating Goldberg last fucking second. Pa'que. Listen, um, no, I don't want this. Why? All right, how about how about we do this? How about you just tell me how we feel about these freaking two, three move matches 
deciding the company's most prestigious title. And not the only match like that. Bro. Come on. How, much, how many that other main do we event. have? Right. And we might as well just talk, just combine the two, right? Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar, just because we wanted you Drew should, to win, doesn't mean that it wasn't like uh, a fucking three-move match. Like, it, it was a fucking... I, I don't know. I wanted more, I guess. And you know what? That's why I'm spending no more time on these championship matches. Wait, I want to some... talk... I feel it's Firefly Funhouse is what I want to talk about. Talk we'll about it. We can get there. You might as well. You might as well tell me how you feel right now, though. The Firefly, because that's it. The championships were not like what? What Drew? It's a shame. Did? It's a shame. After all the momentum, I mean, the Braun Strowman. You know, I'll take a shot. But Braun Strowman, the, at the end of the day, he was a last-minute replacement, right? It is what right. it is. And Goldberg, what was he gonna give him? But Brock and McIntyre, that was lackluster. Did you that hear? That's something desired. Did you hear Especially about Goldberg? Fight, no, no, no. I didn't hear. Did you hear about Goldberg? He petitioned to beat. The Fiend was supposed to beat him in Saudi. And he petitioned Vince to beat the Fiend because he didn't want to look weak. During Corona? No, man. What? When he faced the Fiend in Saudi Arabia to win the fucking title. Uh, this was weeks ago. <laughs> nah, but I, I, I can see that. I mean, yo, whatever, right? <laughs> they did it. They should have ended with the Firefly. They should have made it. The, the Firefly Funhouse should have been the ending instead I of think, that being the main event. You've given Goldberg enough chances to fucking... Come back it up. and undo the whole Undertaker shit. Yo, by carajo, get the fuck out of here, man. Yo, that's it. I don't. I, I guess Santa Claus be society because every time he comes back, okay, come back, but don't come back and take the strap because you're gonna come back and take the strap from somebody and you only doing three moves. Yo, we're not. This isn't ninety eight. This isn't ninety nine, bro. That's we can't be doing shit. this. JP, tell me what in your heart. Which was a tougher watch, Goldberg losing in four in two moves, or the Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre disappointment to close out what was supposed to be a memorable weekend, probably so, the most memorable weekend in wrestling history. So I, I'm gonna say is actually the Goldberg match was worse, uh, but. It would have been much worse if it would have been after the Bonyan match. That's where I, I I understand why they placed it in the car where it was. I feel that okay. they made a mistake putting uh, Drew and Brock after the Firefly Funhouse. Everybody was shocked. Everybody was confused. And, and the, the wind was taken from the sails. And then they gave us that match. And it was like, mm. you know what I mean? That match should have been before that. So I guess you're saying better. what you're saying is maybe... There's more to it than just them being a disappointment. It, it more um, there are more, more things, more tangibles involved, and, and, and more more things that that affected it, right? No, it's just that every time you have a title change, the main the amazing part about that is the crowd reaction. When Ziggler cashed in, which is a, a few years back, it was this week. And I'll take a shot because I'm mentioning no fans and we should drink. Yo, uh, what? 
Shout out to Mischief got him back there in, in the closet in, in the, in the, the our slammies from that night. You still Oh yeah. Don't, even, oh, yeah, don't yeah, take yeah. them out. Don't take them out. Just, just uh, you want me to get them? No, no, no. Don't don't take them. Um but yeah, you know You know say like those moments that guys the make fans history make everywhere it. we go. Everywhere. No, but the but the fans make those moments. And you try to create those moments without fans. And it sucked. It sucked for Drew, because he deserves it. Twenty years yeah. journey, right? It, it, the, moments, it was built up that way. Yo, moments fun fact. were still created though. Fun Go ahead, fact. Fun fact. Drew McIntyre has not won a heavyweight championship in the WWE <clears throat> or NXT where he hasn't been interrupted and it hasn't ended like that. Like he wins the title. What the fuck are you even saying? What it's every time he won a title, he was interrupted and got either assaulted or had, you know, it wasn't his time to shine. He never got his moment in the ring. You feel me? Uh. Like the, that boyhood dream is he, he got, you know, he that never got that. Cause that what happened at NXT where me and JP, yo, it's truly, hey. not, yo, he was out there. And then, yes, sir. you know, Adam, Adam Cole came baby. out and did some yeah. dirty things. And then, yeah, you know, right. Big Show it's apparently wound up learning that Big Show came out. And the was- real main event of WrestleMania. Ah. The main event of WrestleMania is the last match of the night. Doesn't matter how you cut it. Doesn't matter how you slice it. Doesn't matter how you bake it. It's the fucking Big last match. Good. We go to find out that Big Show and Drew McIntyre were in a fucking post-WrestleMania match on Raw. Or something. And that match was more of a match than him versus Brock. But we'll get there. But we'll get there. Um, I want to go. I want to touch on some other matches at on the card here, guys. I I called it. Kevin Owens has his WrestleMania moment now. This man stole the weekend. I think if you have to call it that, right? Because you know you have your six-man-of-the-year award, you have you have your WrestleMania main event, and you have what stole the show. I think Kevin Owens finally got his WrestleMania moment when he fucking jumped off Casa Carajo and yes. landed on Seth Rollins. JP, yes. talk to me about that match, man. So I agree with you. That was the highlight, Um, besides the Boneyard match of that night. That might have been the highlight. And the then Saturday, they ruined right? it when it was a DQ. They ruined it with the DQ. They yo, didn't need that. My heart dropped when they ended. I yo, I it sank and I was like, no, no, you're not doing this to fucking Kevin Owens again, yo. Because I, I was like, okay, I feel you. Literally, all this ran in my head. I feel you, the coronavirus and all this shit, and there's no crowd. Maybe he wants a better wait till next year. But yo, that's crazy. I felt like they robbed him again, mischief. Do you feel Owens did something crazy here? Yeah, he jumped off mid-Titan Tron. But for, but right? for moments now, for WrestleMania moments, could this be something that we can be we can talk about tomorrow, next years from now? It's going to be I a mean, yeah, but. It's going to be a yeah, but. It's always going to be a yeah, but. It's going to be like, yo, that thing was that that thing was pretty cool. Yeah, but no one was there to see it. Like if a tree falls in the wood, is anyone? Is it, does it make? That's my life. But, but, but this was one of the most watched WWE uh, WrestleManias, right? Yes. Most yes, tuned in. So, so people did see it. 
people did see it. Unfortunately, they didn't they did feel it. As you they didn't friend, feel it. That's the key. Right. That's the key. But listen, Owens and Rollins in the ring together, they can always make it work. They always make manage. They have a storied history of going against each other, right? It was still a dope match, and the reason behind it, the main reason, is that they used they used the performance center to its full capacity compared to Edge and Randy Orton, right? You are locked up in this performance center. Why didn't we see more matches getting out the ring? There was no fan involvement. Let's, let's involve the venue. What made yeah. this tie? What got me excited about this is an opportunity of the matches we've seen in the past: the boiler room brawl, the the parking lot bash. You know what I mean? The buried alive matches. All these matches that take you out of the element of the ring. This was a great opportunity for that. We only got two matches like that. It oh, should have been more. I could give was you two a marketing nights. plan right now. WrestleMania comes to you. Stay tuned. Order WrestleMania. Where WrestleMania comes to you, the wrestlers will be wrestling down the street. On the corner by your block. Fucking film that shit on any corner block, whatever. And then you got him over. What? It's easy money. Book it. Tonight. Tonight. Right now. Drink. Drink. If you say so. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, after all of the madness that we just pretty much covered for you, you no, had night no. two. And then in night two, JP. There's one thing. Ladies. What thing? What one thing? Oh. Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley? Yes, sir. JP, I know you need me, to and drink, you, sir. me and you, sure, me, me and you share the love of the cameraman. And we definitely shared his love. But there was more than just the cameraman love that we got. Talk to me about Rhea versus Charlotte. So, to open up WrestleMania, they give you Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. And we all predicted... That maybe Rio would go over at this point, right? Uh, I think I certainly said Charlotte was taking that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. I know people are hating on it. They feel like, oh, they, they dissed Rio. No, oh, man. they're legitimizing son, NXT. Ese tigre no quiere nada de que no quiere saber nada de, 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 de eso. He, he wanted Charlotte to lose. Deadass. He's so upset. And that's why he tuned in on Monday, bro. Because he knows what it, Vince knows what he's doing. Yes, give it to Charlotte. Let Charlotte say this is the best brand in the company right now. I love it. I love it. Real get other chances. She could get a lot of chances. Oh, yeah. And then so open up Mania. It was a banger. It was a banger. It was very stiff. You could tell Real was nervous, but I, which is weird because usually the fan interaction, goddammit, is what gets you nervous. So, but so far the only I'm one this game is messing up is me. What got me nervous? Because what got me nervous is what pretty much got a lot of people in trouble. Um, talk about trouble. See, I was watching it, and then thank God, you know, um, my son was busy in the other room, you know, in his room at the time because it was the first match of the card. You know, he's still up, you know, but. Other people weren't up. And there was a lot of moaning and groaning. Moaning <laughs> and groaning going on in that match. And I like, swear that my neighbors think like, I was... You know, wagging. I wasn't so that watching was, WrestleMania 36. So that was the I most... I using our, our, you know, WWE Network. It looked like I was using some other website. <laughs> if you know what se, I'm se saying. Partu, se le partió el no, no. 
what I realized. Rhymes corn ends in hub. Yeah. There you go. Free subscriptions. Yes. The, without having the fan there, you can hear everything that they're saying in the ring. And I think ah, that was the biggest oh. improvement from night one to night two. Because you didn't oh, hear that as much night two. So they learned. They learned from their mistakes in night one and made night two a better produced show. I feel Thanks that. No fans. I can say again that. But yeah, Mischief. they were loud. It was exciting. I got a little bit of excited. Mischief, I got to come to you, though. This has got to come. Uh, this has got to come full circle now. This is 104, baby. We've been here 104. Not too many people can say that. And I've had to sit and listen to the disrespect. I, shout out to Stephen A. Smith. I'm going to get my Stephen A. Smith on. The disrespect that you had given this man for ye- weeks and weeks upon weeks. My man Edge has come back. And the, in my eyes, delivered. Talk to me about Edge and Orton. What you like? What you hate? Where does it rank? Talk to me, brother. I gotta see your input. I've been waiting for this. Yo, Edge, I can't. St- like, I, I going into WrestleMania, like, do do. I it's, know. I you know. know. I couldn't get you to watch a Edge twenty four seven to save your life. To save your life. But that match was fun. It was fun. I liked it. It made sense to me. It was a fight. It was a fight I can see two people having. Chris Benoit scene aside. Um, it yo, was... Some people got... Yo, you know what it is? The dark side of the ring. Shout out to dark side. We didn't cover that. Yo, dark side of, dark the, side of the ring. ring. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But oh. I think that's why. But keep going, Mischief. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Keep these new pants, yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's wearing pants during quarantine, bro? Come on. Who's wearing so, pants during quarantine? Come on now, brother. So here's. Let I'm, them I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, right? Oh, they are too. <laughs> so we had this like this really dope performance center last man standing match. It went all over the place. Ended up on top of a truck. I thought was pretty cool. Filthy um, truck. What? A filthy truck. Yo, what happened? Shout out to that JP. Makes sense. Yo, we, if you follow the bad guys, you know we was on it. We was clocking in work right after WrestleMania. JP wanted that fucking top of the roof sanitized, yo. He was not playing good age. If, no, but- if it would have been clean, I would have been like, this is bullshit. But I, I, I believed it. Like, I was in the moment. Everything made sense to me. So, I liked the match. Uh, my, I think my favorite moment, other than obviously climbing on top of a truck, but when um, they were in that room that, with the long table and that, like, cage... And he yeah. did that fucking no. elbow the drop. Meeting room. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, I thought that was, that was like, innovative. Like, he's like, yo, what the fuck can I do here? Never seen it before. So yeah. I, I wanted more shit like that. Like, if if there was a, like, I've I've been to the gym before, and I fucking sit there, and I'm like, yo, if I had a wrestling match, like, what would, like, what would this look like? Who in does a gym? That? Like, like, in a gym? You know what I I'm saying? I look for the exit. <laughs> I always I'm have an escape plan. 
Like, I, I love the Chris Benoit moment, right, that everybody hated. I thought it was realistic in terms of what yeah, it w- a what fight. a match would look like in a, in a gym. So, um, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, I always respect it. He had to use the lap pull Always. He had to use the lap pull He did. It now we clown around the specific. Yo, to me, man... You know what it is with Edge is just the story hits close to home. We all fans. At the end of the day, we're all here because of one thing. We're fans. And Edge was a fan. And he t- he was just a little bit more than a fan. He fucking took his shit and he did his shit and he got with the program, did what he had to do to make it big time, did his thing. And then to me, what the 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 problem is is just when you go through an injury like he did, like Austin did, like he did, like Kurt did. These are my heroes. These are my guys that I fucking, I've watched when, as I was growing and I looked up like, yo, my favorite performers. And to see that shit, what they love, taken away on some, you know, they, they got hurt and it's, it's a bad injury. It's a tough injury. Fusion, that, that net fusion, not too many people come from it. If any people, if anybody does come back from it, that shit is, yo, it's, it's, it's dope. And I, I just, I feel for, yo, can you imagine you you your shit taken away from you and and you you saying you can't do the thing you love the most because it'll kill you. JP, Dude. talk to me about that real quick. It was one of the most realistic feuds of the entire uh, card of WrestleMania. Excuse right? yeah. me. Do not disrespect the Firefly Floodhouse. Yes, that was Otis. You. No, Otis, Otis and Ziggler. Ziggler, the most personal match on the card. Okay. Right. okay, that's why, that's that why I chose my... That's why I chose my words very carefully, most realistic. You have stipulations on the table that people can relate to. People that have been disabilities, that have taken them out of their passions, like it did for Edge. And then you had him RKO his wife and say that his wife, he loves him more than his wife and his kids. And it should be his partner Rated RKO. I mean, there was so many moments. It was built since, since January, right? It was it was a, a most realistic, most personal feud, but the love story definitely goes to Otis and Ziggler for sure. Talk about that mischief. Oh, I talked about a champion. Let him loose. I talked about oh, a Talk to me about the man that you know. We're gonna be a little biased. The man got us a, a slam. You know, but talk to him. Talk to him. Like, listen, man, I'm just happy that Otis got. What's wrong with you? Yo, what's Everything. up? <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, nobody's I'm just gonna happy ask me. Fuck, I'm over here. Nah. <laughs> what are you? All right, you got me. What are you petting? It's a quilt. Just because we're in quarantine doesn't mean I can't live my best life. This shit is soft. Because I'm living my best life. Yo, I want to take a moment real quick. Yo, just thank you. Thank you so much for following the following the bad guys, man, in this time, these tough times, man. We just trying to help you out, trying to be that escape from reality, man. Doing our thing. Mischief, talk to him real quick. What about? <laughs> talk to him about. Oh, my Listen, bad. That's not a great segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so first and foremost, let me clarify some shit. No, you should be thanking us 
because you're tuning in because you're bored, incredibly bored, and you need something to view. You need the people's perspective. And that's what we're here to deliver, folks. We're not here to bullshit you. We're here to give you the godless truth. Because we know what the fuck it is. We ask about us, bro. We already know that we're the best podcast to ever, ever fucking, ever evolve. Yo, I love that you just did that right now. Yo, uh, Chris Jericho's the fucking GOAT. Can we just establish that? Yeah, but he wasn't at WrestleMania. But but can the bad guys can the bad guys just do one thing right now and just declare that's it officially officially AEW right I can't believe I love AEW they have the they have the goat they literally they literally signed the the goat when they when they up started the greatest of all time oh and they also have Kenny Omega um but yeah Chris Jericho is fucking the goat. That's it. Can we just say that? Nobody else, if we ever hear anybody else say anybody else is the GOAT, we fuck with him. That's it. Can He's we do that? Top three. Uh, I will say he Give me is two. The give me two. Shit. You got to give me two now. You got to give me two now. Oh, Bret Stone. Hart is Stone Cold. Easy. But nah. no, but Bret Hart, I would say he was the Bret most versatile. Bret Hart was great. Go ahead, Vic. That's Go my dick, motherfucker. Go there are many I decide. I have to want to say this. Kill I him. have to be the one to say this. I know you're going to go Kill off. Him. I know. I know. I know. I know. But I got to be the one to say this because, look, I'm wearing his shorts. You should wash them, too. Yeah, look, they, it got shit stains. How do your shorts have wearing shit that stains? Three that weeks means they wear three two seconds. Listen, I, I got said the most versatile. Bret Hart is legacy. You did not say that. Bret Hart's legacy will forever be remembered. He's the greatest technician of all time. You will never tell me anybody else could out-wrestle. My bad. Kurt Angle could probably out-wrestle <laughs> Bret Hart. And uh, that's Chris it. Benoit. No, and that's it. And that's it. But, but, Bret Hart has turned into yo ese abuelo loco que no se calla loco. My man, Bret Hart has tarnished what and, and there's there are some things that he didn't do. Bret Hart cannot sell you on the mic. Mischief, talk to him real quick. Just two seconds. One, Mississippi. Two. No. Bret Hart deserves his mic skills. Is that's exa- but that's what I'm saying. Like Bret Hart is in the ring, tremendous. His microphone was always the problem. I always okay. thought that that was his weakest point. By four. So he was all, no he mind was skills. Great That's a flaw he has. Yeah. So, but he wasn't being Malenko. He wasn't being Malenko. Probably is more. No, no, no. He wasn't being Malenko. Let's not disrespect. If anything, his greatest, greatest in my performance was dude. when he turned heel but versus he Stone Cold. And he went into the whole Canadian shit. And that shit wrecked havoc. And he had the Montreal screw job, him doing the WCW. No, 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 no. Let's not disrespect the legacy. Yes, he is a man of his own opinion. He has said a lot of buffoonery throughout the years. And we should be drinking. But he, this is my list. And I'm telling you, my list runs like this. And I'm going to put Stone Cold at the top. 
that Chris top, Jericho baby. at number two, and then Bret Hart at number three. Best wrestlers. No, ever? I, I, I'm, what's the no, what's the technicality? Because no, because because we can't be agreeing on things and 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 arguments and shit. Yeah, all that. Stone Cold. So can you agree terrible. about this? Can you Ew. agree that Dark Side of the Ring being narrated by Chris Jericho, the GOAT himself, has been phenomenal? Woo! Talk to me about that brawl for all mischief. I mean, Joe JP. Jesus. You forgot who we that are. That brawl for all. Listen, I remember like yesterday, I was watching this shit, Butterbean, all that bullshit. It was so crazy, especially to see Jim Cornette, since we haven't seen him in NWA anymore. But <laughs> it was so Yo, crazy. Yo, okay, time out. Just hold that thought. Do we miss Cornette? No. Yo, I want. I'm gonna say, yo, I do. I miss Cornette. I do. Sorry. Listen, listen you I had Jerry Lawler say jumping bean to Humberto Carrillo, and he's still on screen. Uh, what the fuck? Fucking right. Like, I think up. I think wrestling needs Cornette. And Cornette has an almanac. Life, maybe life doesn't need Cornette. Maybe no, no, life no. doesn't need Cornette. But wrestling needs Cornette. But see, that's why Dark Side of the Ring is such a great product because it capitalizes on those Dark Side of the Ring. Yo, those stories, fucking things, history. But just enough where you can press pause and that's it. You know what I mean? Brawl for all. Yo, I didn't know all that shit. All I'm going to say, Godfather <laughs> was good. Oh, shit. He oh. mentioned a lot right, of things. So let's talk to for a little bit. Let, the, the, the brawl for all, if you, obviously, everybody watched Dark Side of the Ring, and everybody knows what we're talking about. So no, you all watch. Our fans watch it. Our fans watch it, and they know. So, and if Damn. you don't catch up, because you're not going to understand what we're talking about. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All I know, listen. All I know Vince Russo is a scumbag. Fucking no, Vince Russo's not a scumbag. I disagree, good sir. JP Savage, talk to me a minute. Tell me how Vince Russo is not a scumbag. (laughs) Vince Russo Russo presented an opportunity for all those wrestlers that were not doing shit. Right. To die. He went to, he went to the boss's <laughs> fucking office, pitched some shit, and said, that's good shit. Nah, and they went I'm with out. it. I got to stop you right there. Stop you right there. He didn't even do that. The, the, the scumbag didn't even manage to do something as credible as that because the piece of shit decided, oh, I don't like JBL. JBL comes in. He's like, ah, I'm going to fuck everybody up. I'm a real motherfucker. And because he heard that, he's he said it himself, I don't like JBL. I'ma come up with some shit. Let's find out if you really are a tough guy. So Isn't that what wrestling out. is all about? Before we know what happens, everything that does happen from here on out that you will hear happened because Vince Russo wanted to see it happen to JBL. Nah, like that was the inspiration, that was the muse. But at the end of the day, it was an idea. You have a bunch of tough guys that are talking shit to each other. That's what a promo is. You're talking shit to the person you're about to face, right? You have a locker room full of guys that talk shit, that are overconfident. I mean, anybody out that's willing to go out over a thousand fans in briefs has to be fucking overconfident, right? And that's what he was dealing with in the 90s. 
in a steroid-induced plump and blump era. Anything goes. It was Anything a great goes. idea. Anything goes. Anything goes. It was a great idea. The problem is they didn't have rules set in place of, like, this is what it's going to be. Was it a boxing event? Was it MMA? That's, those lines got blurred. And if you watch the episode, you understand why that happens. But I don't blame Vince Russo. Everybody signed up. This was an opportunity. Facts, facts on facts. And you listen, know what? listen, At bar this point, <clears throat> you got the guys, you got the guys signed up. Everybody, we're going, we're in, right? We're in. What was yeah. guys doing? We're in it. We're in it to win it, right? Let's go full throttle. Bet. They go through with it. What happens? We get a lot of injuries. But in in hindsight, in, in, in at the end of the day, right? You had something where 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 a lot of people got hurt. You lost you lost a a potential opponent for Stone Cold, Jr's boy, Jr's boy. Now everybody was mad at Bargon for knocking him out, right? Granted, cong- I I feel you because I was with you all up all up all up until that part. Yeah, you had a guy in mind. You wanted him to get the push. You thought pretty much Dr. Death was going to be the guy to go off and face Stone Cold. But, but it didn't work out that way. Now, Bart Gunn knocks out Dr. Death. And what do you do? Instead of giving Bart Gunn the fucking push that not only you should have done years ago, but... He deserves. He fucking knocked out the entire locker room. The entire fucking locker room. Fuck him. And you want to punish him because he knocked out Dr. Death. He knocked out JR's boy. Vince don't hold no grudges. Vince don't pull no damn punches. It's 50% why I love ese abuelo mio, Vince McMahon, but it's 50% 50% why? What the fuck is wrong with him? He wanted to punish Bart Gunn. He put him against Butterbean. He shitted on the man that should have had a run against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mischief. How do you feel about that? I think that wrestling is just full of fucking politics. And this is just another one of those stories. Okay. And quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because I didn't see it. I didn't well, watch you know, it. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this. I think it's a problem with leadership, right? Because leadership. you, he, Vince McMahon went into this believing that Doctor Death was gonna come out the winner, and this was not the type of try. This was not a match that they pre- uh, They knew who was gonna win afterwards. They said we're gonna put athletes in the ring. Let's see who comes out. That's why, and y'all should be drinking up, bitches. Uh, that's why uh, Godfather's wife was mad at him. She's like, you were too high. You were too high before the match. Yo. You would have won. Yo, yo. Right? Time out, time out, time out. Why did we do a podcast in 97, bro? Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck took us so fucking long, man? We could have uh, been backstage with like Godfather and these motherfuckers. We could have. We missed the boot. Go ahead, JB. We don't talk about that to episode 110, bro. But <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, listen. That's all fine and good, and that's a cute story. Can now, can we get back to the only thing that really mattered in WrestleMania? Talk to me. Dark Side of the Ring, Jimmy, Jimmy Snuka story next week. 
tune in. Ooh, that's a that is a deep one. Hey, wait for that Owen one. What Mission, do you guys we gotta, think? We gotta talk about the Firefly Funhouse, right? Oh my God, yes. What Mission, is this Firefly Funhouse you have us in right now, bro? So unlike any match we've ever seen, because this is unlike any character we've ever seen. The Firefly Funhouse took us on a fucking series of vignettes of, like, meta-wrestling references, incredible, uh, um, like, backstory, incredible depth, fucking acknowledging the fourth wall, this is such good shit. I thought it was, like, exactly what you would expect to come out of anything but wwe right you would not expect wwe to throw that out there like that it was top to bottom super entertaining now there's there's a huge argument right like you if you thought the boneyard match had no wrestling well let me sell you a bridge fucking this had like no wrestling in it it wasn't a match it was a contest it was it was a fucking series of vignettes it was highly entertaining I wish there was a little bit more confrontation in the ring, like a little more wrestling per se, mm-hmm. but whatever, it was awesome. I loved it. I thought it was great. And I've never been a real big fan of John Cena. Mm. What? However, mm. I've got to say, sir, your ability to take the joke, to run with it, to be a part of it to eat every criticism that's ever thrown at you with like absolute fucking incredible positivity and, and the outlook on life that he's got, but then like also do it comedically in the ring, laughing at himself. You can look, but you can't touch like all that bullshit, you know, fucking like Vince looking at him at the top guy, the eighties references, like everything was so good. So, so good. In, in in the grand scheme of things, mischief. Who is John Cena, and where where does John Cena stand in what is called our world of wrestling? Vic, Top. don't forget to take a drink, bitch. He's got to be on the Rushmore now, right? Like he's got to be up there. Um, I mean, he was. He has been. So, I everybody just... has a different mushroom. Let's just say that, right? Some people get... Some people are like, eh, should I include Cena in my mush, in my Mount Rushmore? Are people going to crack on me for doing so? Like, I just like the guy. Should I put him in there? Does he go in? So, are you are you giving him that pass? So, so when you look at the current Rushmore, right? There's always a discussion of Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Who's the real goal? Obviously, when it comes to the technicality, Ric Flair. Ring, what? Ric Flair. Hands down, right? You wasn't supposed but to agree. But the charisma that Hulk Hogan, the way he was able to elevate the product, cannot be denounced, right? It's why I ripped so many fucking tank tops. You and can't. That's what I thought you were talking about farts. We don't have enough time to fight about this and, right now. We but don't that's have what, that's what, okay, but that's I, what I John Cena is. John Cena's the Hulk Hogan of the last decade or so, right? And that's fine. He, uh, vitamins and prayers, you know, salute the soldiers. It's it's necessary. 
he himself, this Firefly Flunhouse, it showed that he doesn't take himself so seriously. And there's rumors that this might be his last match. I'm just happy that they gave us something I did not expect. Something I have never seen before. Something I will never see again. Right. You saw John Cena come out as NWO. The one thing he's failed to do in his career. The heel turn. You saw it. What else do you want? That is in the top of the drink. Yo, how fucking dope was so? This is what this does, right? Like it creates this alternate universe where anything is possible, right? Yeah. What video editing? Of course. You know what could be possible? The Firefly Funhouse. I'm gonna tell you right now. A Funhouse match with Undertaker and Sting. You piece of shit! You stole my idea. Oh, I'm sorry. My With whole Bray idea, Wyatt. you just threw, like stole the whole thing. <laughs> the whole, that, I I'm can't sorry, tell cut you that out. Shit. Cut that out, sell it. Shout out to the heist. Cut that out and sell it. Oh, man. If you people at home, shout out to the fans at home watching this right now. If you need something to watch, please, I advise you, Victor Villain advises you, the fan, to please watch the heist as many episodes as you can. It is in your best interest. So, fellas, <laughs> WWE has done as best they could, JP's own wording here, as oh, best drink. they could Everybody to take drink. care of us on this quarantine life that we live in. WrestleMania aftermath spilled into Monday Night Raw. We found out about Drew McIntyre's title defense. JP, talk to me about Drew McIntyre versus the big show. I would be obliged, but first we should drink. Oh, I got my last sip of the Rona. Mm. So, yes, of course, after the lackluster main event we had 9-2 on Sunday, the creatives decided to give us a little bit more fluff piece for Monday. And you have Drew McIntyre. And, of course, I mentioned him champion, so I got to take this drink. Telling us that it was Paul Heyman himself. Giving him the energy, the motivation, the inspiration, the cognition to make sure that he can overcome the mountain. Word. This is the most involved I've ever seen Paul Heyman in a match. He didn't even introduce Brock Lesnar, bro. And we talking about Paul Heyman? Come on, man. Like, yo, and I feel you. You Paul the Heyman one that came out and said that it was a fan thing. yeah. Paul Heyman has the six feet on smash, bro. He wasn't getting nowhere near the ring ropes. And let's drink. Hey. Listen, I man. wasn't mad at it, though. It's, it adds to the fuel to the fire to the story that is Drew McIntyre. And I should take a drink. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And I do diff- not care. I didn't so care. One title, I- fe- one title defense is in the books. That's pretty much what you got on Raw. Let's 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 shift some gears here, man. Let let's let's turn it over to Wednesday. AW. Now, gentlemen, for the two of you, I gotta ask you two a few questions here. Would the two of you ever sit in front of a speeding train on a train track while it's headed towards you? Who I look like, Will Smith? Would <laughs> any Smith. of you jump out of a airplane? Without an no. a parachute? No. 
then let me tell you, gentlemen, none of you will stand in front of the man Lance Mother Effin Archer and believe that you have a chance in hell against the man. Shout out to Jake, the to murder Roberts, to coming Monster. back mischief. The feels that you got with that promo. Mm. Talk to me. I, I don't. I don't want to. Like anything I say is gonna like damage it. Like I, I don't. That sometimes like you just let it breathe. I fucking loved it. I I love anytime. So far, everything that Jake the Snake has done in AEW has been fucking excellent, off the charts, fucking superb. And um, Lance Archer is such an interesting piece to do it with. Lance mm-hmm. Archer, in his own right, can talk. He can, he can, he can work the mic too. So having a mouthpiece, is, right? So having a mouthpiece is interesting. But <laughs> I mean, the Murder Hawk ain't no Roberts. You know what I mean? So uh, Heather yeah. Roberts is certainly <laughs> fucking uh, a, a pawn in his corner. But speaking of a pawn in your corner. A sip and a Chris Jericho on the commentary oh, is God. what I want to talk about. So, AW started off and with Tony Schiavone and Chris Jericho announcing that they'll be on commentary. The probably the best commentary team you've seen since maybe JR and the King. I'm just saying. But JP, talk to me petty? about Brick. Talk to me about the commentary during the Britt Baker and. And he Shida match. <laughs> because, <awful>. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Listen, we all saw the crazy Inziguri kick that landed on her nose. Poor Britt Baker Man. had to leak it. She was leaking. But, yo, uh, shout out to Chris Jericho, too, because Chris Jericho also goes and says, yo, there's a point in the match where Britt Baker looks directly into the hard cam. And Jericho points it out, and Shivani and him just pick at it. JP, did she have something? Did she make a mistake here or what? I didn't think it was a mistake, by the way. Uh, but I will say, I think what you saw was the depiction of the women's division in far. Bert Baker, every time she's been out, has not been a great show. What you do have. Is a veteran like Jericho stepping up to the moment and giving you what you need at that moment when somebody fucked something went wrong in the ring. And he gave some kind of context. He fucking made it into something else. Which is interesting because just a week ago you saw Cody Rhodes on commentary. And Jericho provided what Cody Rhodes could not. And it's that veteran third eye that Jericho has. That was able to overcome that little bump that Britt Baker is. Why she done this with blood on her? That sloppy work. Come on. So, I got to tell you now. No wonder Adam Cole, baby, been home. I got to tell you now. Britt did, yo, Britt did just do some, some nice things here. So, there was a spot in the match where she was going to go for the mandible claw. Mm. But... She had to ask the ref for a glove because she wasn't just going to stick her dirty hands germified down her throat. Mischief. Was this gold or was this just taken out of something that can just fire us by? Nah, I loved it. I thought it was dope. I, I I love all those little details, man. Like, that shit is fucking dope. She's a doctor. 
of all people, she should know about fucking like the dangers of germaphobia, like the germs that are going around and COVID-19 and all this bullshit. What is yeah, she needs to ask for a fucking glove. She's not mankind, my guy. She's not sticking dirty socks in people's mouths. She's a fucking actual dentist, if you haven't heard. So then why not bring your own glove? Why not bring your own prophylactics? What are we talking about here? What are we you know talking what we're going to talk about right here? I'm going to put this up to any one of y'all right now. Because this is crazy to me. This is madness. Of course, the man who set the stones in place and got the ball rolling is the man that will now continue it. Because let's not steer away from the real pure facts here. WrestleMania 36, a good percentage of it was based on something that this man created. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is now challenged our GOAT. Our man who has been the greatest of all time, deemed by the bad guys, Chris Jericho, to a match of, what is it called? Elite. Elite deletion. Elite deletion. Now, you have the man that got the ball rolling. You just had WrestleMania 36 inspired by this man and now he's gonna come back and challenge the greatest of all time to one of his marquee matches mischief talk to me what do you expect what do you got the feels for it's gonna be amazing that's it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing first of all Fuck the Inner Circle's uh, t-shirts because uh, Vanguard burned it off. Trash! Burned! To a fire! fire! Dumpster! Fire! Alright? I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then he says that Sammy Guevara's not a real Latino because he doesn't know Spanish and proud and powerful is a Puerto Rican dish. He loves like, Puerto the- Rican food. What are you fucking talking about, man, Hardy? You've got off the deep end, but I loved every second of it. I thought it was He's hilarious. Puerto Rican. <laughs> Michael Jackson was a Puerto Rican. <laughs> I know Rebby put- Hardy, Hardy gives him a pass. Like, he can say this shit. Yeah, but if it would have been anybody else, wouldn't you have been like, man, it's kind of racist a little bit? I loved it though. He cuts for the rules. If 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 that other somebody wasn't married to Rebby Rebby, then yeah, I. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hardy, you'll have the opportunity of a lifetime. We just left the WrestleMania with blueprints of what you've created. Now you challenge the goats on AEW. You have a platform, a canvas to create magic. What are you going to give us? What are you going to give us? You have no more excuses. Just this results. This is it. Fucking what you going to do, this is, brother? This could potentially take AEW and put them to the way next over world. right now. This could be right, it. Because we got right? the Boneyard match, right? That shit was dope. But then we got Firefly Funhouse, and that was like a cinematic masterpiece. And then we also got like a different style in Gargano and Edge. Um, Edge. Gargano and um and Ciampa. Ciampa. Let's face it. WWE I, has held it down for WrestleMania week. They did what they normally do, and they are what they are. But if you are AW, 
And now you see that WWE has taken part of what you you have Matt Hardy. So now that's your thing, right? The old, Elite Deletion has to be, it has to surpass the Boneyard match, no, JP? It has to. And, and not only that, but you need to have other feuds being dealt in the same manner. You need to have out of the ring. Yes, AEW has had wrestlers in the crowd to kind of provide that element eh, that lasted for the first couple of weeks. Now what we're talking about is a production of a show. I will tell you, this week on AEW, when I saw the leader of the Dark Order come out in a squash match, I was like, pa qué? For what? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody watching. Yeah. Give me a story. Because it's Give only been week three, right? It's three times already? Exactly. Two or three times? We've seen that already? I'm not a fan well, of squash Let's talk so about what they got to compete with, right? Immediately right off the bat, NXT, ladies and gentlemen, they delivered some bangers. We had a woman's ladder match to determine the you number one contender. Escalera. Io Shirai did her thing. All these women did her thing. But Io Shirai will now challenge Charlotte. Mischief. These are one of the matches we foresaw already. Because you want to... Do you want to have Charlotte fight most of the, the talent on NXT? Or is Io Shirai going to do it and that's it? I would like to see Charlotte fight all of the talent on NXT. I think it's her duty as champion to fight all of the talent on NXT. Especially as a as a graduate of and then returning to, right? Like, you right. Know, this is a whole new class. This is a whole new set of matches that people haven't seen. So we already got Bianca Belair. And that's why we're not seeing that, right? We're, uh, Bianca Belair went up to Raw, right? Like, avoid the Charlotte thing altogether. We can do that later, mm-hmm. right? Now, in the future, a couple years from whenever, now, yeah. whenever they cross paths, like, Bianca Belair's got something to prove because she lost that match. But and anyway, she never won the NXT title. Right. No, so right. I'm better than you, rah, rah, rah. Um, and, and we've got all these fresh faces. And I think Io Shirai is such a strong, strong contender. I mean, she's at the top of the list, right, after Rhea Ripley couldn't do it. Um, you know what's interesting, though, uh, quick sidebar, is that we didn't even talk about Becky Lynch's match. Ooh. Yeah, so par, so par. But just before we get says onto that, says a lot. No, no, no. I, I, that's it. That's it. Says a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't really need Becky to get into let's, let's just remember, Io Shirai was about to go back. She was kind of bored with her push. So have her win the ladder match. Keep her happy, right? But unfortunately, mischief. You brought up something that's very, very dear, near to me. And you mentioned the Becky Lynch match. That means you mentioned a champion. You should take a shot, bitch. Ooh. Damn! Oh. Sucks to be you, lady. But yes, it was a very subpar, subpar match. Let you me go talk from to a you feud where somebody was... bit somebody in the neck, and that's yeah, what we had. I thought let's that talk, was very let's talk about something that was not subpar. Let's talk okay. about something that gave you mm, closure, Herbies. right? Let, let, oh, let's shit. talk about closure for a second. Let's talk about John Cano versus Tommaso Ciampa in what was the final beat, the final encounter between the two gentlemen on NXT. Well, not live, but on Wednesday night, right? JP, what the feels did you get? 
So, once again, the matches that are relevant and talking about right now, when it comes to professional wrestling, are the matches that are produced. With COVID-19 in the air, the matches that have no fans and are produced. I know. I caught myself, bitch. <laughs> Those are the matches that, that resonate with us. And Gargano and Ciampa, the few they have, this was perfect. They told a story. Two men going hand in hand. And you have the wife interject. And you have the little mystery. It kicks Gargano on the nuts. And you're like, oh, my God, what happened? She's sleeping with Ciampa. No. <laughs> it was all a setup. And I'm going to tell That's you what, Johnny Gargano, you, have, you must have some little nuts. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that was not a banana hammock cup. And I played baseball for many years, and a cup doesn't protect shit. When you have big balls, a cup doesn't protect <laughs> shit. So she kicked the shit out of you. You should have been hurting more, bitch. I don't understand. You have some tiny peanuts or no testicles. I don't know. But Candice LeRae, what's up? That's <laughs> God, baby. Get over here. Let me tell yes. you that much. All right. Well, hold on. Right. It was good. It was good. <laughs> The match was dope. All right, the match was dope as hell. Little nuts aside, um, the match was fucking dope. I wish that this is what the Orton match was like. I wish this is what Edge and and Orton was like. And that's why before, when I was talking about Edge and Orton, I I fucking threw in Gargano because as soon as I saw this match, I was like, damn, that's what it should have felt like. Number one. Number two. With that being said, ending on the top of a fucking uh, or or getting to the top of a fucking truck doesn't help your case. Unsanitized truck. I'm just saying, don't so have two matches in is, the same weekend that go on the top of a truck is just what I'm saying. So mind question you, is, mind you, the highlight of the Edge and Orton match yeah. was when we and wifey were watching it and Orton coughed, and we were like, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" <laughs> that was the whole shit moment that w- that of the was. week. But my favorite part, my favorite part of the whole match was the beginning with Triple H. I thought it was great. I thought it was great that he's just like, yo, you're going to settle it. I'm going to walk out this door. Whatever happens, happens. After this, you guys shut the fuck up. Do it. Throws a chair. Fucking knows what he knows what it is. He knows what blood flu- feuds are like. That's exactly the role he had to play. He has to be like the godfather. And if he keeps doing that, like they can have unsanctioned. Get out in a semifinal match, right? Yo, think about that. <laughs> no, think about this. Like they can have Rough unsanctioned ball. matches like that all the time. Where like it's a blood feud and they're just like, yo, you're gonna, I'm going to walk out of here. You're going to settle this shit in the ring. Bam. Here's a fucking. And they could do a cinematic like that and everything. That should be dope. That could be a reoccurring thing. It Ladies works. and gentlemen. We are looking at a, a an era in professional wrestling where these pre-edited, pre-recorded matches are gonna be a normal. It's gonna be normally happening. This is this is what it is moving forward. There's more well, we production have involved. involved. Too. Yes, it. absolutely. Especially with the current times. This is what it is. Unfortunately, this is what it is. So, but I but but this is longevity. This creates longevity. You have an opportunity to create those fantasy matches that you never thought you would ever see. Imagine 
right now. A Stone Cold CM Punk match. A Sting Undertaker match in the Firefly Funhouse. No. Damn. That, no. You came up with that idea all by yourself? That was mischief. <laughs> but I, I said Bray Wyatt should be the referee. I said that too, <laughs> bitch. I said that too. He's the facilitator of the whole match. Because it's but, speaking, speaking of tradition and keeping things you, the bro. same way as they've always Please, been, man. right? We got to hit you with that. Heel. The oh. pop. In the oh. chair shot of the week. I'm talking dirty, Victor Villa. Heel so, of the week. Heel of the week. JP, who's healing it this week for you? My heel of the week. Are you ready for this? Charlotte Flair. You're going to tell me you're not going to put over a fucking NXT champion? You want to take all this shit for yourself? Who are Damn. you, John Cena? Shot, bitch. You said the shit. Damn. You Who are you? you John Cena, right Triple now? H? Okay. Are you Triple H. What are you? Yeah, and I'll take the shot. And, uh, it looked like she got. It looked like she got <laughs> some good pedigree up in there, right? Like she know what the program is, right? Listen. Okay, mission. Living her brother's dream. She's living her brother's dream. Um, I'm a man of consistency. Mm. You see, the metronome strikes as it swings back and forth. Always hits the he same was in a beat, fucking the same jacuzzi beat, with the same fucking pants on. Beat. And the fact of the matter is, is that there's only one heel of the week, and that is Chris Jericho. COVID-19. T-shirt to a fucking Vanguard and then spending the whole show talking shit. Man, he did a tremendous job, yo, to your point, JP, better than fucking Cody Rhodes did the week before. He was funny. He was insightful. When he stumbled, he made it funny. Uh, he was, he fucking, he couldn't figure out what educated feet were for like fucking two hours. He fu- he kept fucking that up. But it was hilarious. Like, it was funny, like, listening to him fucking stumble through it. It was great. I loved it. I think that Jericho is the heel of the week. He's, he's Jericho, our goat. Jericho is okay. unflappable. Okay. Jericho's unflappable. Well, if you listen to his podcast, you listen to his podcast, you see him on the show, you see him on the mic, it doesn't matter what it is. He is a veteran that's able to adapt to every situation. And that's why he's money. Anytime he has a mic in his hand, he has a, a fucking camera in his face. And that's why he should be, he should be fucking, he should put in the Hall of Fame right now. Let's cherish our diamonds. Why they're still here. Because the reality is, unfortunately, wow. we have people passing away today wow. more than ever. And let's acknowledge our champions. We have Michael Jordan coming out with a ESPN 10 fucking episode series that's coming out a couple, next week. I'm looking forward to it because you know Welcome. what? The best in the world, the people <laughs> that have changed our lives, we need to acknowledge them now. Because as you see our times right now, time is limited. Let's live for today. Let's acknowledge those has that are great. Been, has it been declared? That's it? Is, is it official? As of HPC history, Chris Jericho is the greatest of all time. Duh. Chris right? Jericho has done things in this professional wrestling world that nobody else has done. Now, let me give you the heel of the week. The real heel of the week. The real heel of the week this week. If you say coronavirus. Sponsored by... Darkest side of the ring. The heel of the week is Vince McMahon. Here we have Brawl for All. Here we have 
Vince Russo taking the idea that he had because he wanted to see JBL get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, you scumbag ass motherfucker. Uh, you had that idea. People get hurt. You lost a potential star in Dr. Death because Bert Gunn knocked him the fuck out. And then, and then. The emerging star of this pile of shit that you have called the Bro for All, Bart Gunn, instead of making him shine and giving him a run with Stone Cold like you said you would, Vince, brother, papa, right? You grandpa, right? Got papa, right? You decided to punish the man and feed him Butterbean at WrestleMania. Come on, man. Vince, you a motherfucker, bro. You the heel of the fucking week, dog. So my, yeah, my question bro. for you, right? My, que- my question for you right now. Dr. Death, was he going to have a better run than Samoa Joe? He could have because he was JR's boy. Potentially, yes. Potentially. Well, if anything were brought for us, showed that he was over the hill. He was, and that's what it showed. But the intent... The intent was to get him over because the intent was you're going to take something that's real now and still you want Dr. Doom to fucking get over. So, yeah, he was pushing for that. He was he was that generation's Brock Lesnar. Right. That's what they that's what they say that. That's what Vince in their eyes. At least least in their eyes, they were. He was was all American. He was. It was all American wrestling. Let's remember that the episode showed us that he was very stiff in, in New Japan and he was hurting wrestlers left and right. right so, like who's to really say he would have had a long run? Who's to really say, right? right. Vince McMahon saw an idea. This is the same man that had a draw, uh, Droz fucking puking. And he was hey, fucking laughing it up. Puke. He's got a puke. Talk to me about your pop of the week, if you had any this week. You know, I have more than one, actually. And they come from WrestleMania. So, number one is going to be Kevin Owens jumping off the sign, right? That's a huge pop. I love uh, when wrestlers try to make a moment like that. Oh, well, fuck them. But I thought that was great pop for me like just whenever someone jumps off of something high it's just like oh shit and the firefly funhouse in its entirety was a pop but specifically watching john cena come out in an nwo shirt and the the hogan comparisons but i'll i'll even raise that up one more time to vince mcmahon puppet doll boss mcmahon saying this is some good shit good shit <laughs> That was my favorite moment of the week, and that was my pop for sure. Nice, nice. That was real good. I did pop myself for that shit. Whoa, whoa. All right, Ricochet. Hey, shout out to Ricochet. JP, what did you pop for this week? Wow. So what I popped for this week was when I went into my email, and I saw that email from WWE Shop, and I got that shirt. for the belt? I got that shirt from Vince McMahon saying, this is some good shit shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got this good shit shirt? They monetized. They monetized No, you shit. did it. No, you no, did no, no, no. <laughs> My pop, honestly, my pop of the week so was funny. the fact that we still have WrestleMania. Because 
The reality is, we're going to do some real shit right now. And right now, there's nothing that we be watching. And Vince McMahon went against the naysayers and he put on a show. And he gave us two nights to forget about what we're dealing with at this moment. Wow. We're losing That's loved big ones. Ups. Big ups, man. We're losing loved ones. People are, are in serious situations. Uh, everybody's quarantined. We're trying to make do. We're trying to adapt. And Vince McMahon felt the show must go on. And I appreciate all the performers. Everyone that was involved in putting on this production was it the WrestleMania we expected? Jersey, no, live. but it was the WrestleMania we we deserved and we and we and we needed. Yes, Liv Morgan, Jersey, Emma Park, Holla, went over on fucking Natty and also went over on Oscar. Well, was put over by Oscar. Yeah, um, I mean she lost, but it was yeah. still a good. Yeah, match. it was she still a good over. match. So th- let, let's do our due diligence. And let's, you know, let's keep the haters happy, too, because we keep everybody happy here. What are the chair shots of this week, ladies and gentlemen? What, Vince what McMahon for putting on WrestleMania. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, you talk out of both sides of your In eyes, a time man. where we have losing loved ones, how Listen. dare you put on a performance of a Listen. lifetime? <laughs> My great aunt passed away today. I could have waited to July, August for WrestleMania. We could have waited another time because you lost a great moment like Drew McIntyre becoming champion. God damn it. Ah, uh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> and they lost his luster because there were no fans. God damn it. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> Yo. I feel you, but in terms of chair shots of the week, uh, I really don't have one. Ooh. I feel like everyone did their fucking... I know this is so corny. I hate it. I hate that I'm even saying it. But everyone's don't doing like their absolute fucking best to like put on good fucking shows. And... <laughs> WrestleMania is not what we expected, but it was damn good. It was entertaining fucking show. Um, Raw, you know, for what it is, it's going to be like fucking. But if I have to pick one chair shot, it's got to be Big Show fucking showing up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, yo, Big Show had no like, yeah, we got a Netflix show. Let's just throw them out there. Like, it just fucking. Yes. Because this was this was Big Show's retirement. Before that, for that you watch point, the show. it makes sense, right? It is just make them catch out it. There, whatever, right? Catch it on Netflix and the WWE Network. The Big Show show, heartwarming, episodic season that they have right now, and WrestleMania main event, Big Show coming out the Drew McIntyre, it seals what they were trying to do. It ties in. It was part of the plan all along. I'm just Being saying about the plan all of all, all along, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the WWE did their thing and then they showed up a showcase for you. But shout out to Big Show doing they 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 branching out here and then you you wanna you wanna you wanna fall away from WWE if you wanna watch something else other than WWE. We have other things. Shout out to IWTV. Shout out to Synergy 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 Wrestling here, man. 
other companies are, are out there putting up promotions in empty arenas, just like WWE. If you want to show love to your local promotions, man, IWTVman.com. Get your subscription in, man. Follow your local wrestling promotion. Show that love. And They're trying to make it to. For something interesting, check out Synergy Wrestle, right? At Synergy Wrestle on Twitter. And they're doing promo mania. And they're doing promos. A bunch of dudes against each other, right? In a bracket style system to benefit some local wrestling schools. That sounds like uh, something I'm seeing on Wednesdays. Hmm. Do tell. What do you see on Wednesdays? Tournaments, tournaments, right? TNT tournament, right? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, the TNT tournament, we didn't even talk about it, but uh, I thought that was an interesting finish. It just, you know what I mean? It got lost. But yeah, but to your point, they're doing the same shit that AEW is doing, so you can definitely watch IWTV get on Synergy, man. Follow the follow the wave, man. Synergy's up and coming. They're doing their thing. Shout out to Colin, man, showing love every time. We can't wait to get back out there, man. JP. The reality is, the reality is, there's professional wrestling to be watched all over. If you pay that excruciating $9.99 a motherfucking month, you better deep dive into that archives. Because if, for example, Dark Side of the Ring, the Brawl for All, you can watch all those matches on there. Every time there's a story being told, you can look it up on the WWE Network. But also, you have Fight TV that captures everything you need in all of the independent world. doesn't matter what promotion it is. You have boxing. You have MMA, UFC. UFC just canceled this shit. Just watch the 200 other ones that are down there. <laughs> we have content available, folks. Things that you have not seen to keep you entertained, to keep you home. Facts upon they, facts upon We will facts. have more art produced for us. Let's enjoy what we have right now. Let's enjoy what's part of our history. Let's enjoy what we have presently. Because we don't know about tomorrow. And with that said, 10 count of 10. So that's all the damn time we have for you folks. This Are week. you sure? I think that's pretty much it. JP, tell them what the hell they're going to do for you on, on YouTube and iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, as the best, sorry, I got to take a drink. Yeah, you got you to keep drinking, dog. As the most entertaining, more captivating, the best professional wrestling podcast available, we are everywhere, available on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Twitcher, Stitcher, Podbean, you name it, we own it. But make sure... To rate and review Do what on now? YouTube. Rate and review. Five so speaking stars. Of, retweet our shit and you'll get a free so- super soaker pipe cleaner, yo. We've been oh, quarantined we all yeah. that time, yo. We've been quarantined all this time. I know all you dirty motherfuckers got dirty ass pipes. I know you guys got dirty ass pipes. Been sitting oh. at home smoking a pancake. Dirty ass pipes, man. So clean them pipes with a super soaker pipe cleaner by our boys at Elevate. E L E V eight. All right, and um, we'll treat you right. Send that shit to you. Rate and review. You show us a snapshot of you subscribe to our channel. 
You got a chance to win, dog. We're, we're giving out more than one, so everybody's going to be happy, baby. It's the Ooh, bad guys that. giving back over here. Don't say we never got you nothing, all right? But it's on y'all to participate. So retweet, subscribe, send a screenshot, 10 count of 10 total. That's all wait, wait, Before you end it, bro, are we going to start our TikTok? Are we going to do that TikTok shit? I mean, we can do all the TikTok you want. I mean, shout out to us on TikTok. I don't know what <laughs> but JP knows. Tell him, JP, what the account is. The account is HPC too sweet. HPC too sweet. Follow us at HPC too sweet on TikTok. We doing everything, ladies and gentlemen. We everywhere. You can't escape the bad guy. We have an account. There's nothing on the account. There's just nothing. Ten to ten. So. Peace.